Good night, everybody. Um, man, you know, we talk so much about infidelity nowadays that it's not uncommon. Uh, but for this particular individual that I'm going to discuss, um, oh man, you're just going to have to listen. And out of respect for the family, I'm not going to mention names. All right? Okay, so there's this brother on Facebook, Christian brother, who has his own ministry, you know, likes to educate people on the Bible and, you know, eating good and following the word and scriptures and all this stuff. So... This same brother had started a campaign a while back because he needed money to pay for um, rehabilitation as a result of his physical ailments. Um, you know, he lost his foot, among other things, and, you know, Still yet, he's positive. But about two months ago, a friend of his exposed him. And basically, I'm, I'm going to give you the background before I speak more on this. So, this gentleman basically said that before he got his life together with Christ... He would do drugs and he used to cheat on his wife with other women, you know, and somehow he came to the point of realization that he couldn't live that way anymore. And so he wanted to cut all of that out. And he figured that the way that he was living and the drugs that he was doing was a result of what he's currently facing right now, such as, you know, losing his foot and being sick and going through these surgeries and all these other things, you know. However, he still thank God that um, he was made he was able to make it out of his sinful life. So this brother, uh, the money that was supposed to you be used for his treatment, instead went towards other things. He was preying on various women in the churches. And also he was using the money to supply and buy himself drugs. The very thing that was a vice in his earlier life. Now, when you look at someone like this gentleman here, we had so much hope for him. We were rooting him on. There are people that were donating. I never donated, and I'm glad that I didn't. But basically, the person who aired all this out actually went to him and wanted to give him a chance to confess and talk about this. And the reason how this all came up was because of a text message 
he basically went to confide in another church sister that this woman happens to know and was basically sending messages of a sexual nature. What the nature was, I will not get into that. Nevertheless, it was appropriate. And so she gave him an ultimatum. She said, well, I don't know what she said, but from what I read from a Facebook post, she gave him ample time to talk about this. And basically was like, you know, either you tell the truth or I'm going to have to tell these people that you deceived. I, and I believe it was something like that. Or just, you know. But basically, out of respect for the family, the same woman who was his friend and basically talked to his wife and told her, you know, is it okay if I put this out there? And basically the wife said yes and agreed. And so on January 15th of this year, she aired out all this information, all this dirty laundry about him. Now, for some people, many of you would think if information about an individual got out like this, that the person might try to commit suicide or harm themselves. And I can understand exactly why you would feel that way. However, on March 24th, 2019, this individual got back on Facebook and basically explained why he had been gone for so long. And he explained his issues about him misusing the funds that, was, that were given to him to help aid him in his recovery process, that it was used on women and it was also used uh, for drug use, you know, and it kind of bothers me because no, I am not a close and personal friend of this individual, but I have been following them. I want to say, I, I want to say at least two years, right? And so within this circle of people, you know, you got people from local churches around that know him, even though he doesn't live in the same state as them, but we're all connected via Facebook, you know? And so we, we have to be very careful because the same way that he was exposed, we can be exposed to. And so basically what I'm saying is, is that we must try to live a good life. We must try to be honest. You know? And we have to 
we have to learn how to let go of these struggles. And in this gentleman's post, he said, I have not fully surrendered to God. And it, to me, when I read that, I was like, wow, this is so transparent. But at this time, he has to let people know, like, listen, I jacked up, I messed up, and I want you to know. I don't want your sympathy. I don't want your pity. I just want you to know that I'm sorry, and I take full responsibility for what I've done. And that basic that's basically what he discussed and, and talked about, you know. Uh, it's It's just shocking, you know, because here you have a man that has almost lost certain use of his body, but is still able to be mobile, who still has a vehicle to drive and, you know, who still has a wife and beautiful children, and you turn around and you do this, why would you want to throw away your family for cheap whores and drugs? It doesn't make any sense to me. And we do not know what the drug use was, but if it could be attributed to anything, maybe cocaine, marijuana, who knows? But it is, it's shocking. And I had a lot of faith in this brother, but I have to realize that there are a lot of people that have slips and falls. Lately, I've been hard on Leandria Johnson. But the difference between these two individuals is that, yes, Leandria is out there in the music industry, so her stuff is public. His stuff is only among people of his denomination, so no one outside of that circle knows who he is. But within this, that circle of that denomination, I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of people hurt right now. And the love and support that this man has on his page, that's exactly what he needs right now. He doesn't need any chastisement. He doesn't need anybody to curse at him. He knows that what he has done is wrong. And it's it's sickening. It's like a dog going back to their vomit. Why would you want to put yourself in that situation to mess up everything, to mess up the life that you have with your wife, you know? And I'm pretty sure somewhere along the way in this walk of his, there had to have been something that got him off of the path that he was on, some sort of distraction or a friend. It's possible, believe me. Uh, there's a movie by Harvest Films that came out many years ago. Um, I want to say it came out in 1986, but I'm not sure. It's called Razor's Edge. And basically, the movie is about Richard Toledo Williamson. And so Toledo... Um, was a fast talker. He grew up as a foster child and when he became 17, got married, 
to his uh, girlfriend. And as he got older, he started moving into drugs, started selling, started doing all of these things, and was even snorting as well. And mind you, this couple had a 10-year-old son named Ricky. And basically, he owed these guys money. He basically beat himself up so that maybe they could think that he was robbed. His wife ended up moving in with her mother. And he, through some divine intervention, ended up meeting a co-worker that was a Christian, had his life transformed and changed. But once again, he got caught up in the same sin. The day he before he was supposed to get baptized, this man went and got high. Put the heroin in his arm. And heart started beating fast. He went into shock. And, you know, thank God he didn't die. But his, uh, the pastor was there and his wife and, you know, and basically the pastor was telling him, like, listen, you know, these these things, just because, you know, you've given your life to God now, doesn't mean that these things won't try to come after you, you know. And although this was a movie, it perfectly conveys the point that I'm trying to make with this individual. He thought that his battles were over. But it was just the start of it. And he's paying the price. However, he can be redeemed. He could have gone in secrecy and have not told anybody about this, left his ministry, and a year later come back reformed and refreshed and recharged. But he felt the need to be transparent with those that he loved, with those that he cared about, and with those mon with those people, you know, the money that he took from them, he wanted to be honest. God knows if he'll refund the money. But what I do hope is that people pray for this individual, that he'll be all right. Now, I know most of the time I don't talk about God and Christianity and all these other things, but every once in a while, I want to kind of bring you into my world. I know I talk a lot about a lot of different topics, but I just want you to see where I'm coming from, you know, so for any of those that any of those people that you know that are dealing, that have a drug addiction or that have an issue with uh, sexual immorality, I want you to pray for them. Do not judge them. It is obvious that this is a sickness. So. Pray for this individual. Okay, I want to thank you for listening to the IMC experience. I know that it's very late. The clock is saying 102 a.m. By the time you hear this, it might be seven in the morning, eight in the morning. Who knows? Anyway, I want to thank you for listening to the IMC experience. Have a wonderful night.